0: Everybody, is so good to be with you right now, and I thank you so much for tuning in online to this service, and there's a couple things that I want to cover this morning, and I do want to just make note that it is triumphal entry. It is the great triumphal entry of Jesus. And this is a moment where we should all be saying Hosanna, giving Jesus praise, giving him glory, giving him honor. This is a great moment in our history that this uh, uh, almost 2000 years ago, this was when Jesus was coming in to Jerusalem and he was establishing his kingdom, not throwing down the Roman government, but establishing a kingdom that is far greater than that. And so wherever you find yourself, I just I just really hope that you could fill yourself with encouragement encourage one another and just give Jesus some praise right now wherever you are. Hey, we have joined together with Unite 714, and this is a movement of churches. Over 2,000 churches globally have decided to pray together, one at 714 a.m. and another time at 714 p.m. We would invite you to join us on prayer, our prayer line. Will be open tomorrow morning at 7:14 all week long at 7:14 a.m. Join us in praying as we pray this prayer of 2nd Chronicles 7:14. It says this: if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. I'm so thankful that this promise where God would come and heal souls, and heal individuals, and heal people was fulfilled by what Jesus has done this week on Holy Week. And so join us in prayer. We invite you into that as we begin to pray into all that God wants to do in and through your life. Now, I know uh, about three months ago, we all felt really good about life Um, before there was any news and any pandemic or anything like that. We felt pretty triumphant in moments like this. We um, we it, it. really humbles us. It moves us into a place and a position of on our knees praying and in a position of realizing that we're not our own master. We're not king, but, but Jesus is king and God is still God and he is trustworthy. And so we are moving to a place of seeking him with all of our heart, mind, and soul. And so I'd encourage you to do that with us. It's going to be amazing. If you have your Bibles, there's two places we're going to be. We're going to be in Hebrews chapter four, actually three places, Hebrews chapter four, Ephesians chapter five or six, and then we're also going to be over in Matthew chapter 26. So three different places this morning. So go ahead and, and divvy it up in the living room, decide who's going to follow along to what scripture um, this, this day. And so it says this in Hebrews four fourteen. so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. I don't think it's any coincidence that we started this year off with our Every Nation Global family through this series called Amazing Grace. Right now, more than ever, we need God's grace, and we need an abundance of grace. And this is the good news. As, As we talked about this exact passage just a couple months ago, we talked about the whole idea that, that this is the confidence that we have, that we that we can move into the throne room of grace because of what Jesus has done for us. And therefore, grace is always accessible for us. And it doesn't matter what we do or what we say or anything, that, that God's love is for you. He's inviting you into his presence. In fact, that's what I want to encourage us with. Um this morning is that God wants to invite you into his presence. And so he doesn't want to catch us sleeping. If, if you're taking notes, um, this would be this would be the theme or the sermon title, it'd be don't get caught sleeping. Don't get caught sleeping. Because when you get caught sleeping, bad things happen. Now I know this because I have two brothers and there was always pranks in our house and there was different things and we'd get ideas from television i know some of you are getting ideas from binge watching netflix and and other things like that but but this was the idea that we got from parent trap the original the og was at, at camp or wherever that you would booby trap the person who goes to sleep the fir- first right this is This is the wickedness of men. If you ever hang out with a group of men, they'll all hang out. And the first one to go to sleep is going to get tormented. Because we're all jealous that he's making a wise decision. And yet he's going to miss out on all the fun. So why not be the center of fun and why not act foolish to his wisdom? So we would do all sorts of things. I remember running strings over the bed and toothpaste and putting the, putting the hand in the warm water. Because you know what happens when you put a hand in warm water, don't you? And, and so we would do this and, and we would a booby trap we would move in such a way that that somebody would pay for sleeping. Now, I, I want to encourage you and use this, this analogy for this whole point is that we do not want to be caught sleeping in this hour. In this hour, in this moment, it's time for the church to wake up and not be a lethargic, not be apathetic, but it's time to not be caught sleeping. And so instead, what should we be doing, Ben? That's the question. Well, in your moment of quarantining, I would ask you and petition you move into solitude and not isolation. The difference is is solitude puts you in a right position to begin to uh, move in prayer to the Lord and to begin to access Him and begin to um, be renewed with Him and fall in love with Him and, and move in a place of solitude and rest with Jesus and watch how He will strengthen you because those who wait on the Lord will not grow weary, but they will be strengthened. They will be strengthened. It's a promise for you and me. It's a promise. So I want to encourage you. Don't get caught sleeping, but move into the God's presence. Ephesians chapter six. This is going to help us um, this today. I believe it says this in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstance, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the devil, of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. There's some things that I think we need to take away from Ephesians chapter 6 right now. The first one is this. It's a command by Paul. Be strong. Be strong. And this is, this is a, a unique command. It's like, be better. Just do better. Uh, what do you mean by that? Be strong. Well, be strong in this sense. I'm not not with your homemade uh, uh, CrossFit box in your garage, or, or or physical strength necessarily, or anything like that. But be strong, not by what you do, but by who He is. You see, in in the very first command right here, that we would move into His presence that it's not by my might nor by my power but it is by his might and his power that we can be strong we are strengthened when we are with him second thing we see is when we need to put on the armor there's this command to not just go into his presence but to start putting on armor and and in order to fight this war And moving to this place of this unseen war. Isn't that a parallel right now? That we're in the season of fighting a virus that we can't see. And a lot of our national leaders have called this a war. A war time where we're all fighting a global war together with an enemy that is not seen. And has unified the globe in this directive. But I want to encourage you as well that our war... It's not against flesh and blood, but it is one that is not necessarily seen. It is one that is full of darkness and full of evil. It's one that will sneak up upon you if you aren't alert and you aren't strengthening yourself and you aren't putting on the armor of God. This war looks a lot like this. It'll be doubt, fear, depression, anxiety. It'll be loss. Loss of job, uh, feeling worthless, feeling abandonment. All these things are going to sneak up upon you over the next few weeks. And to be honest, they've snuck up on me. Even this past week, I felt just as a loss of my routine, a loss of some of my situations, hearing the news, feeling a little depressed. And as a result, I felt that the enemy was coming in and it was catching me while I was sleeping. You see, this is what he loves to do. He loves to wait while you're asleep because when you're alert, he can't really move. When you're aware of the access and the power, when you're in his presence, right, you're filled up that God gives you strength. But when you're sleeping, when you're binging on Netflix, when you're playing way too many video games, when you're maybe just passing the hour with things that don't really matter and not going to add value to, your life, or to the kingdom. When you're doing this stuff, you find that the enemy will come. Confidence. And in this, in his presence, we put on armor. In his presence, we put on a belt of truth, a breastplate of righteousness. We shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace that we would start sharing the gospel wherever we may go of the good news of the hope of glory and the reason that we are celebrating Palm Sunday today. The kingdom is here. It's a hand. and It's nearer today than it's ever been that we would pick up a shield that quenches all The fiery darts shot against it all. This is the great news is when you come and you put on armor, which you have the ability and access to do, every dart shot against you will be quenched. The enemy will have no foothold in your life. This is an amazing thing. And then it says, take up the sword of the spirit. And this is the hour. And this is the moment where we can hide God's word in our heart like never before we can read like we never have before we can sit in his presence we can memorize scripture and as we do that the Lord is depositing something rich inside of us so that we can start speaking into situations that when we hear about somebody who lost a loved one we could speak a a scripture of comfort when we hear about somebody who's struggling with depression we could speak a scripture of joy and hopefulness when we hear about somebody who has anxiety we can speak about the steadiness and faithfulness of jesus that he is trustworthy and that he is for us and not against us we can start speaking this as we begin to take up that sword of the spirit and then lastly it talks about prayer says don't get caught sleeping don't get caught sleeping stay alert and start praying and making prayer for one another Start praying for your friends and your neighbors and your family members. Start praying that we would start lifting up the body of Christ right now in this hour because the kingdom of God is at hand. It is moving. It is shaking. It is unstoppable. And so we join him in prayer. The good news about prayer is prayer is more for us than it is for him. You see, God is always has a line of communication to you. He always wants to talk to you. He's always speaking. Prayer is coming into alignment with what he is already saying. It is coming into the heartbeat of God in every way. We are to pray. Then we turn over to Matthew 26 and we read about Jesus. In verse 36, it says, Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. Then he returned to his disciples and he found them sleeping. Can you men watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter, watch and pray so that you, he, he asked Peter, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The second time he goes to them and we read about the scripture and he sees them sleeping again. Could you not? Wait with me and watch with me for one hour. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Then verse 44. So he left them and went once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to his disciples, and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? But the hour has come and the son of man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. The unique part that I want to pull out of this scripture for us and highlight right now is this, is we all know that Peter denied Jesus three times. We all knew that Peter was weak. Poor Peter gets the bad rap, falls short, does all these things. But little do we know or do we remember that it was actually all the disciples who fell short three times. For three times he asked them to watch and pray and three times they were caught sleeping. Well, why could they not stay awake? Why would Peter deny Christ? Why do you and I fall short? Why do you and I keep messing up and making mistakes or, or keep going back to, to whatever it may have been in our former life? Why do we keep doing that? Because the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing spirit is willing this was the moment where they they kept falling because the spirit hadn't been breathed out upon them yet jesus has not resurrected and conquered death yet and the spirit wasn't breathed out in such a way to empower them to make a decision in the spirit versus in the flesh you see the flesh was so strong and and i would say this the flesh is still strong today for those who are not in Christ, I'm telling you, you're ruled by your flesh. Those who are in Christ, we still have these temptations to not tap into the spirit. And it's why we need to wake up. It's time to for us to awake. And so we're going to help you this week. There's a couple of things that we're going to do. First off, if you're called Luminous Church home, you're a member here. We're going to go by your house and we're going to give you a prayer journal this week. We're going to drop it off. If you need one of these or you're not sure if we have your information, then fill out that connect card. We'll get it to you. we want to drop this off. And here's what we're asking. We're asking you to be in prayer this week, to start journaling your prayers. It's amazing what happens when you start pinning your thoughts and pinning your words, because what happens is you can go back and reflect and see how God met you in those moments. You can begin to profess those things again as you were praying in the spirit and you begin to write these things down as though you read them again. You are reinvigorating and stirring up the spirit once again to come in agreement with the thing that you were burdened with. You also get to put it on your kitchen counter or wherever and your family members can come over and they can read your prayers and they can agree with you. So they can write amen they can write, so be it, as well as they can begin to write their prayers in this journal as well. And you can read each other's prayers in common agreement that you would be united and that you would not fall asleep, but you would wake up, wake up and be ready that you would be watchful and that you would be praying. And if you don't have anybody with you right now in your house, call a friend Call somebody to start praying with you, believing with you. Read your journal to them. Ask them to read their journal to you. Also, in this faith kit this week, we are sending communion cups. And this Friday, Good Friday, on a Zoom call for everybody who wants to dial in. Hopefully, we'll have hundreds of people on this call. And we will all take communion together. So hold on to your cup for Friday where we are going to celebrate what the Lord has done and reflect on his goodness at such a great cost, such a great price, such a great sacrifice by Jesus, the one who can make that sacrifice because he was the perfect lamb, the one who takes away the sins of the world. I would encourage you, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. It says in Luke 11, 13, Jesus would remind us as we respond to him and have been adopted as sons and daughters. It says this, if you then know, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I want to encourage you, wherever you are, if you are weak, if you are at your end, at the end of your rope, begin to ask the Holy Spirit to come fill you up. Ask and He will come. Ask, and the Father, it makes good on His promises and watch as, as you are just flooded with His presence and with joy, like never before this is what we are believing for you right now. I wanna pray for two people. Two people before we leave. The first one's this, if you have never trusted Jesus as the Lord of your life, if you've been just trying to operate on your own strength and it just fails you, and you find yourself actually weaker, actually you can't do it, you can't move on, and you found yourself, um, what you thought would satisfy has actually not satisfied. We call this putting uh, putting our, uh, putting our self into sinful acts and behaviors, and we fall short. But Jesus has made a way for you. He has paid your price. He is the one who has made a way, and He's inviting you into the throne room of grace by Him and through Him, because He gave His life for you. But He didn't stay dead on the third day. He rose so that you could have life and that the light of Christ could shine upon you. I would invite you into giving your life to Jesus and accept him as the Lord and Savior of your life. Second person, those who have been trying to homeschool, those who have been working from home, those who may be discouraged, those who may be lacking faith, those who have not really been in his presence and they haven't made Jesus first, I want to pray for you that the Lord would strengthen you and that whatever you are dealing with, God is going to move in you in a fresh way right now. He's gonna show up and he's going to move in power and remind you of who he is. So let's pray, would you join me in praying if you're able to close your eyes and bow your head and position yourself to receive. Father, I just thank you right now, Father, for anybody who is calling out on the name of Jesus for the first time, maybe it's the 30th time, but they're realizing their strength has run out and they are weak and they are sinful and they want to make you Lord of their life and they want to trust you, Jesus. I pray right now that salvation would come to their house, that you would renew them and change them and call them your very own. Lord for those who are weak and discouraged, who are grieving, who are in pain, who are in sorrow, who are, who are really struggling. Jesus, I pray that you would just come in power by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come and strengthen. Strengthen and renew. Strengthen by your might and by your power, says the Lord. Strengthen right now. Holy Spirit, bring comfort to those who have lost bring joy to those who are down and bring your peace to those who are worried we're asking this right now in Jesus name amen hey I love being with you every time we're like this I love it I enjoy it I can't wait to be with you in person but please please stay in line with what the Lord is calling you press in this week I promise you, it'll be worth it. We're praying for you. If you need anything, please let us know. Be blessed.